the more money we make, the bigger the team gets, the more we can pour into the business, the more the podcast will grow, the more opportunities, the more events, we, whatever. Therefore, more impact happens. So it's very important to understand how your main motivator also impacts your supporting motivators. It's important to figure out what your order is. Because if you're, if you're not truthful about what motivates you most, you won't ignite yourself. Like, think about it. If I don't know what Kevin cares about, I'm not going to be able to lead him. I'm not going to be able to motivate him. I'm not going to be able to ignite him. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Paul Mary. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1,252, Why Old Friends Start to Treat You Differently Today for episode number 1,253. Happy Monday. Most of us don't admit what actually motivates us. So when I was younger, and Alan, you probably experienced this with me potentially, I was the guy who, and I'm not proud of this, but I was the guy who, if I was at a party and somebody spilled a drink, we had a running joke, my shirt would be off before the liquid, all of it even hit the table. I could sense a, a spilling drink and I would just take my shirt off and clean it up. I want to clean up the, I'm a nice guy. And I clean up the spills <laughs> with my shirt. Of course. The, the actual motivation behind that was I wanted to feel significant because of my body. I worked really hard for my body and I wanted to get significance from that. And oftentimes I did. And I think back to the first time I ever went to a country concert. I, I remember thinking, okay, it's going to be summer and there, I mean, we're going to a country concert. So there's going to be a bunch of beautiful humans there and, a lot of people don't wear shirts there. I'm going to literally diet for this country show. And at the time I was driving a truck and I was operating a forklift. So I could just like pack my lunch. I just bring it with me. And I remember I would have four rice cakes with peanut butter for lunch. I think I would have chicken, broccoli and rice for dinner. And then I don't, uh, for, for breakfast, I would have rice cakes for lunch. I would have chicken, broccoli and rice. I don't remember what I had for dinner, but I was tracking every calorie and trying to figure out, okay, how do I get in shape for this? And I'm sure if anybody asked me, I don't know if I would have said, no, I want to be like, out of all the people I'm with, I want to be in the best shape. Like, I want to get all the significance from being shirtless at this, this country concert. And it wasn't the first time, or it wasn't the only time I did that. Did you flex so that, your abs the entire time? Definitely. The, the entire pictures, concert? <laughs> when I look back, the pictures are like, oh man, I have really let this go. I was in really, like yeah. really, 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 really good shape. Yep. Not sustainable that at least but again so this is the thing i i wanted significance i wanted people to look at me and say wow he's in really good shape that was a big part of why i worked out the way i did i used to go so alan and i grew up in the same town uxbridge massachusetts and i remember i used to run we had like a three mile loop kind of around the center oh, of yeah. town down yeah, by town where loop. the, the town, town loop. loop and i used to run that 
And I never wore a short shirt ever when I ran that. Spring, summer, fall, winter, rain, snow, never wore a shirt ever. Because for me, the best way for me to get significance was to be shirtless. It just was. It just was. And it's so interesting to look back now. All my Halloween costumes, never had a shirt on. The picture of you and I, I, I don't have a shirt on. I have yeah, the. But you, it was a muscle shirt. You were a. You it, were the genie in the lamp. Yeah, right? but I don't. I don't think it had a. I think it buttoned, and I didn't have it buttoned. Yeah, I think. And it it had no sleeves. I know that. Yeah, of course, dude. And what I remember think? being like, "Geez, I he's see. Jacked. That's what I. That's what I was doing it he's for. He's jacked. Yeah, that's definitely. what. I, and I'm sure you said that. And I was probably definitely like, nice. Yeah. So I think that's the important thing, and that's re- really where I want to go this episode. Most of us don't admit what actually motivates us. For me, that was my identity. My identity was the fact that I wanted to be the most in shape person wherever I went. And that honestly, that's what motivated me. And I don't know if I ever really would have admitted that. Now that's kind of come full circle in a way, just in terms of understanding, where we were talking recently and and I've been very open about this, but I was afraid to be open about this in the beginning. I'm very motivated by money. I'm very, very motivated by money. Now, I think I'm I'm I don't know. I'm probably more motivated by the mission. And the only reason I say that is because I was broke for a long time doing this. And I don't think I would have done that if I, if I was focused on money, there's no way I would have lasted that long. Yeah. Especially when your other job was way more profitable at the time. Yeah. But I do want nice things. I do want, I do want a Mercedes. I do want a nice house. I, I do. I value those things. I want, I want a movie theater in my house. I want nice things. And for a long time I was like, and this might still happen. But I was thinking to myself, well, if somebody listened to this episode or if they listened to me saying that, they might say, oh, Kev's not in this to add value or Kev's not in this to change the world or Kev's not in this to help me get to the next level. He's in this for himself. And I was always so afraid of like, what would that mean if somebody thought that? Hopefully the body of work speaks for itself and you know, you maybe you weren't listening. There's a lot of were, ways to make money that don't help. Yeah, people, this ain't so. it. Yeah, this this ain't it. But I was very I was very nervous and I was scared to admit that. I didn't want to admit what really motivated me. When I did, things kind of unlocked. Mm-hmm. And I was able to say, All right, cool, this motivates me. Like let me go, let me go leverage that scarcity, let me go leverage that necessity for good. And that's one of the reasons our business has grown. I mean, obviously, you've been grinding as well, but that's one of the reasons this business has grown, right? That, Definitely. That, so that's very important. Well, there's so many things. This is a really, really important episode. One thing is after you admitted that to yourself and then had the courage and vulnerability to admit that to me, we made you CFO, yeah. which is CFO's main priority needs to be profitability. And so every business out there, for lack of better phrasing, you know, needs to master their craft, aka improve every day, needs to add more value, contribute every day, impact, and then needs to be profitable. Otherwise, it's going to die. Your business, if it's not profitable, you cannot help people, certainly not sustainably. Otherwise, you have a charity, right? Which again, that's another way, but even a charity needs revenue, it needs profitability. And so we once you admitted to yourself the truth of what really motivates you, I went, holy crap, and I had to admit the truth of how little that actually does motivate me which is alarming. It's actually fairly alarming how little but that it motivates is on, me. But isn't it on both ends? Like, it can be alarming. I mean, I'm again, I'm a better person in terms of, like, my my ability to be abundant when yeah. I have more money. I just, I can, I can see further into the future. 
maybe for me that's to a detriment, just like yours is to the detriment on the other end. Well, let's explain this at a deeper level. So, so when Kevin is backed against the wall financially, for lack of better phrasing, which in your upbringing you were, mm-hmm. okay, you are less abundant and less generous and more scarce and more fearful and therefore a, a less capable person when it comes to giving to others. Is that fair? I don't know. This is the interesting. I don't know if I'm less generous. I think I might be just as generous. Honestly. Because for me, it's... Well, then when you say you're a better person, what do you mean? I'm able to think further into the future. I'm just like... I'm a, well, I'm it's a higher... hierarchy of needs, right? Because if, if your immediate needs aren't met, it's going to be hard to look into the future. Yeah. It's kind of like if you were starving... If you and I were starving to death, we wouldn't be caring about this podcast at all. Yeah. We'd be out hunting for food or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that we all have a certain need that's, a, that's bigger than the other ones. And I have them up, actually. And there's so many different needs. And whether it's Maslow's hierarchy of needs or the pyramid of fulfillment that we've talked about on this podcast before, what I'm going to do is break down in a very simple framework. Why we're doing this episode right now is because we were in group coaching and we do this thing called the Next Level Life Map. And I'll go briefly through it. But it's, it's essentially resources in versus resources out. In other words, you know, the tree gets nutrients from the soil and then it provides fruit and then the fruit falls into the soil and then they it, it's a circle of life type of thing. And so the resources in, the resources that all of us have, I believe all come down to three main buckets. Number one, time. You have time. Number two, effort. Time and effort. Where you put your time and effort determines most of your success or failure in life, the quality of life, you name it. Okay, so time and effort. Number three is money. So you can put time into something, you can put effort into something, and you can put money into something. And what you get back is these five things. Uh, The only one that's not on here that I think could be is significance, which I think is just another way of saying I feel valued and loved. Mm. Um, And love is on there. Hey guys, my name is Jacob Valdelon, and I just finished Next Level Group Coaching. When I started, when I joined, I wasn't sure what I was walking into. But during the entire course and the program, I figured it out, it's not something that I wanted to do, it's something I needed to do. They helped set me on the right path with learning how to do PPTs, P-Performance Tracking, and every two weeks, I was getting new awarenesses and getting a lot more happier, first of all, my health, wealth, and love, but also winning more um, practically and tactically in business. So if you're looking to you know, upgrade your life and get to that next level, definitely sign up for that group coaching. So these are the resources out. So time, effort, and money in, invest in, this is what you get out. Number one is personal growth. Number two is impact. Number three is profitability, like we talked about. Number four is love. And number five is fulfillment. And for love, you could put love, you could put significance, you could put connection if you wanted. And the question, we were on group coaching, we were going through this, and I I said, everyone has all five, but not the same order. I was actually just on a coaching call right before this with someone, and we went through all five of these and put them in order of most importance. And I said, honestly, let's do your order and let's do mine. If I, Since I'm coaching you, I wouldn't be able to coach you well if I didn't know your order. So let's see if they match. And they did, which was really cool. But her number one was actually personal growth. Number two was impact. Number three was fulfillment. Number four was love. And number five was profitability. Kevin is number one, profitability. I think number two is impact. 
I think number three is actually love. I think four is fulfillment, and I think five is personal growth. That's fair. And that's uh, what I think. I don't is, know. I think personal I think maybe growth. Personal is growth coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Personal growth is higher than fulfillment. Okay, so then I would be personal growth and then fulfillment last. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Which, by the way, Kevin isn't fulfilled unless the other four are are going. So that's a very good syntax, actually. But when you're broke, you are not fulfilled. True or false? True. Yeah. Okay, I'm more okay. fulfilled. I'm more fulfilled than I would be if I was doing something else and making money, but I'm not as fulfilled as I am when we're do when I'm doing what I love and making money. Can you tell the story about how you kind of traded in all the others for, for money? Yeah. And how yeah. you were so, so unfulfilled. The the year that I was focused on, so my girlfriend left me in 2015 and I said, I need to make as much money as humanly possible. Like that's my problem. Uh, my problem is I don't make enough money. The undercurrent of that was when my girlfriend left me, my bills doubled because we were living together and we were splitting the rent. So I went from paying, you know, a thousand dollars a month to $2,000 a month plus because of, so that was part of it too. But that, that year I ended up getting a promotion to a foreman at the company I was working at. And by the end of the year, because we had so many contracts in other states, because we worked on state contracts, I had spent 10 months out of the 12 months on the road. So every single week I would get in the either Sunday night or Monday morning, I would get in my car, drive to the office, pack up a van with materials, and then usually drive a minimum of six hours to New Jersey. Sometimes we drove 14 hours to Virginia. And I did that every single week for 10 months. And at the end of the year, I opened my final pay stub. I made $100,000. Awesome. But I traded in all my certainty because I didn't even know when I was working. I didn't know where I was working. I didn't know what shifts I was working. I didn't know what town I was working in. Sometimes till the day I got the address and the GPS. I traded in all my time freedom because I'm when I'm on the road, I'm stuck in hotels. There's nothing to do. I traded in love. I traded in love and connection because it's very hard to hold down a relationship when you're on the road five days a week. Traded in uh, personal growth. I traded in personal growth, even though that one I didn't really care about at the time. At the time. Transparent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> traded in impact in terms of at least impacting your, your friends yeah. and your friend's family and your family mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. And then fulfillment, you weren't fulfilled at all doing that. No. No, but I, I made a bunch of money and that was my main that was my main focus. And it wasn't sustainable. After I made the money, I was like, ah, no way. And then the podcast got started shortly you know, after that. And then it was but the it, opposite where you had all the others. You had the impact, you had the growth, you had the fulfillment, and you had the love, but you didn't have any money. Not from the podcast, no. Yeah, and that's the I thing. Everything it's, else. It's, yep. Yeah. So the key is to have all five. But for those listening, it's important to figure out what your order is. Yeah. Because if you're... If you're not truthful about what motivates you most, you won't ignite yourself. Like, think about it. If I don't know what Kevin cares about, I'm not going to be able to lead him. I'm not going to be able to motivate him. I'm not going to be able to ignite him. If if Kevin doesn't know what Kevin cares about, how is he supposed to motivate himself? And so I often use this as an example. Everyone says that they want to go to the gym because they want to be healthier, when in reality... The behavior never lies. Everyone goes to the gym three months before their wedding. Mm. And and what's really motivating them is not wanting to look bad at their wedding or or love, wanting to look good at your wedding, love. But but if you own the fact 
and and Mel Robbins actually talks about this on her TED talk, and I'll just be brief about this. But she says people say, "Oh, I'm so motivated by like the idea of being healthier." She said that's crap. The truth is you're motivated by wanting to attract someone attractive of the opposite sex. And she said, that's motivating. And again, all we're saying on this episode is just be very truthful with what's really motivating you. And the truth is, is maybe you also want to be healthy, but that's not the number one thing. Yeah. You know, and Kevin talks about the $100 habit of burn this $100 or rip this $100 up if I don't go to the gym. There it is, there it is right, in, right in the camera. And he gave it to his wife, Taryn, and said, if I don't go to the gym five days this week, rip this thing up, and have you ever missed? No, no, no. Not when I do that. When I don't you, do that, I miss like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because money is more motivating than being healthy for Kevin. And yeah. again, that it's is fair. the way he's wired, and you got to leverage that. And and can that transform over time? Yes. Should you transform that? Probably. But at the end of the day, you got to know what influences you if you want to influence yourself. I'm going to challenge Mel Robbins and say a uh, uh, a member of the opposite or same sex is what I'm going to say to Mel oh, Robbins fair. because yeah, I yeah. want to make sure we're inclusive up of in course. here, up of in course. here. Anything you want to add because I'm Did I say opposite? I think you said opposite. I don't know. On full oh. disclosure, I was kind of zoning out. I'm I was just, lie. <laughs> well, as I soon as I said out. Mel Robbins, you were zoning out. I was, no, just, just in general. I'm just tired. Okay, fair. You know? Is there anything else that we want to talk about? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I think, I think this is, um, it's a good thing for you to check in on because- I'm just, I was on like three podcasts today and every single one ended up being like the through line is self-awareness is the most important, impactful thing in the world. And this is just another understanding of if you don't, if you're not aware, you can't leverage it. I know you said that, that the fact that I'm motivated by money is a potentially really good thing for the business and for the impact. Here's the other thing. The more money we make, the bigger the team gets, the more we can pour into the business, the more the podcast will grow, the more opportunities, the more events, we, whatever therefore more impact happens. So it's mm -hmm. very important to understand how your main motivator also impacts your supporting motivators. That's mm -hmm. another interesting layer for this as well. So that's the last thing I would add. Fire. Next Level Nation. It is, I don't know how many days out if you're listening to this. It's Monday. I don't know what the day is. April 1st, 2023. Worcester, Massachusetts. Next Level Live. 2023. Alan, mm -hmm. myself, you, if you're listening, you, the one person, and then 49 other people like you who are looking for like-minded people. They're looking for a place where they can be themselves. They're looking for a next level community. That is what we are going to create. Please join us. Tickets are $97. And again, I want you to leave there with a new awareness, with a new understanding of yourself and the opportunity to <clears throat> shift your identity to a more aligned version. Ladies and gentlemen, what if I told you that you could be a part of an online community of hundreds of other people that have the same common challenges you do, self-belief, self-worth, having goals and dreams, feeling misunderstood, feeling different, and you want a place where you feel like you belong, where you can be celebrated for your growth, celebrated for your goals, celebrated for who you are. Uh, Next Level Nation is a private Facebook group. We have literally kicked people out who were disrespectful. So if you're sick and tired of being disrespected or made fun of or scared to be your full self, this is the place to do it. We hope to see you in there. The link will be in the show notes. Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number 1,254. How many temporary things have become permanent? I am very excited to do that because that's a very hyper-conscious episode. I don't know where it's going to go. I saw that or got the inspiration from a movie. So I figured, you know what? 
I'm going to jot this down and we're going to do an episode on it. As always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.